Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Ted. 133 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. It's interesting. The Seattle Kraken tonight opening in Las Vegas, the last two NHL expansion teams. And the Kraken, uh, without Alexiak on defense, uh, this is all sort of NHL non-roster COVID-related. Jonas Donskoy, Jared McCann, Kelly Yarncroke, and Marcus uh, Johansson, those guys are all it, it would play in their forward units. It's four forwards down. So a little bit of, uh, for Dave Haxtell, he's going to have to get creative. Well, that happens all the time in the minors. You don't have access to all of your players because they're getting called up, and it's an afterthought. And it's a grind, but it's also uh, an opportunity. As we go to our Oilers Now headliner today for Wilhock Beef Jerky, it just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. And there's no question over the last uh, several seasons that Jay Woodcroft has been part of a Oilers uh, prospect development team that uh, has helped bring some players along. That's part of the journey the players take, and we're pleased to hook up with Jay right now, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Jay, how you doing? I'm doing good, Bob. Thanks for having me on today. Absolutely. And, uh, hey, it was uh, Thanksgiving in Canada, Thanksgiving weekend in Canada. So how does it work for uh, Canadians that are down in the States? Did you end up having people over at the house? What did you end up doing? Yes, uh, we had a staff uh, staff get together for our uh, our Canadian uh, com- compatriots, and also even some we invited some Americans in for a nice turkey dinner as well, and we called called them honorary Canadians for the day. And uh, yeah, it's just nice to get everybody together and give thanks, and also try and set the table for a, a good season. Well, and is that part of what you're – because it can be a little bit, I would assume, at times, you know, it's – look, hockey's a business, but you, you talk about culture at the NHL level, but it's something that's important in the American Hockey League as well, isn't it? Absolutely. And, and for us down here, uh, for a lot of the players that are down here, we're the entry point in, into the organization, and, and we want to – try and foster an environment where um, you get to know players on more than just a hockey level, but as people and get to know staff members as people and, and build a, a culture where, where um, you care about each other um, at a different level than just a professional level. And I, I think when, when you get that type of environment going, um, people, people really do the extra 
little things required to win and and uh, you know you're going to meet challenges in any season but when there is that level of care I think you're you're prepared to meet those challenges and like I said do that little extra to, to get you over the hump. Now one way an organization can uh, help build culture in the farm is to commit to guys uh, that maybe aren't on NHL deals, but to compensate them fairly. Uh, and you got a couple guys that, you know, I thought Brad Malone uh, and Adam Cracknell represented your team well. They're on AHL deals playing NHL preseason games. Uh, Malone in particular in Seattle had a couple guys running around, and he, you know, he took care of one guy and tried to get at the other guy during the course of the game. And just how important are those two and maybe uh, Lucas Bezito as well. Three players that are on American Hockey League deals. They're not on an NHL contract, but uh, you know they're they're at this stage in the game very serviceable veterans for you. Yeah, uh, can't say enough about all three of the players that you mentioned. They, you know, they're centers, but they can also play the wing. So they're versatile players. Uh, they understand where they're at in their careers, and and what I mean by that is. They're still good hockey players at this level. They put up points, um, but they also know that they're here to help uh, some of our younger players navigate the waters in professional hockey, and they've all accepted that responsibility. Now, that doesn't just mean they're playing nursemaid to some of the younger guys. That's not what it's about. It's about living uh, the proper example on the ice and off the ice, being a conduit uh, between the team and, and the coaching staff, um, taking care of the meetings after the meetings and making sure that uh, the ship is, is headed in the right direction. I can't say enough about those three guys. They make my job a whole heck of a lot easier. And I'm just thankful that, you know, our manager, Keith, Keith Gretzky, and obviously uh, with Ken Holland up in Edmonton, those are uh, the people that brought these people on board and uh, they make sure that they're a big part of what's going on down here. All right, Jay, uh, for the listeners that are unaware, you guys did play uh, an exhibition game against Stockton the other night on Friday. How did that go? I thought it was a competitive game. Um, you know, we didn't end up winning the game. We had a lineup uh, where we wanted to take a look at uh, people that we felt were on the on the bubble down here, uh, people we wanted to get a look at in game action at this level. Um, I thought there was a lot of really good performances. There was good signs in the team play. Um, we didn't end up winning the game, but there was uh, – uh, lots of good to build on uh, heading into our week to prepare to open our season here this weekend. Alrighty. Uh, now, Philip Broberg and Philip Berglund were paired together for three preseason games. Uh, Broberg recalled yesterday. Ken Holland saying today, earlier in Oilers now, Jay, that Broberg's going right back down. This was done. He was on the ice today for practice, but this was done with cap implications in place uh, for the potential use of uh, a guy like Broberg or even Dylan Holloway down the road with their rookie bonuses. I, that's where I want to start, though. I know Broberg and Berglund played together the other night. Uh, how did how do they perform for you? Both uh, both played very well. I think uh, Broberg was north of 22 minutes. Um, I thought, uh, you know, there's positive signs in his game. I think one of the things we're working on down here with, with Philip is um, to get used to the big 
or sorry, the small ice surfaces to eliminate some big ice habits, we would call them, where you have more time and space to do things. It's about working back into position and using your time with the puck rather than getting to it. Um, also, that sets you up to not take unnecessary hits that you don't need to take. Just little things like that in, in, in his game that, you know, um, down here in Bakersfield, he's, he's going to be given a wide berth. Um, and uh, we're excited about what he's bringing to the table. And in terms of Berglund, I think, you know, he's, he's a little bit older. He has a little bit more um, professional experience. Uh, I think uh, he's impressed with the level of play in the American Hockey League and how uh, how good some of the, the players are down here. But I thought uh, he's got some poise to him, some puck polish, makes good plays on the breakout and through the neutral zone. He understands that we want the puck in our forward hands quickly. And uh, both of them showed very well for us. So did you play them together again? No. You know what? We actually... We, uh, we've been experimenting down here, and so we wanted to put Broberg with uh, one of our more veteran um, players who's very vocal uh, in Vincent DeHarnay, and uh, they formed a good pairing for us. And then we put uh, the Finn and the Swede together and, and Niemelainen and, and Berglund together, and uh, they were a hard, play, hard pair to play against. Uh, they, they showed very well. So... You know, we're in our initial stages of figuring these guys out, all of them, what their capabilities are, where the chemistry lies in terms of what partners they play best with. And, um, you know, in that game, we were able to dress seven defensemen because it was an exhibition game down here. Uh, and that's something that we're toying with going forward, whether we're going to stick with our pattern from last year of playing 11 forwards and 7D or to go with a more traditional set of uh, 12 forwards and 60. Well, it's interesting, just with DeHarnay, because we did not see him play a game. He had a little bit of a tweak, did he not, uh, during training camp up in Edmonton? Yeah, he he was, uh, during his pre-training camp, he, he had a little tweak, a little minor muscular injury, and, um, you know, he's worked his way through it. He got himself back in, and he's been a full participant right from day one in our camp down here. And, you know, he's an exciting player to keep an eye on. Obviously, he's an Oilers draft pick, but he's been signed to American League deals. Um, he's somebody who has, you know, the thing that you can't teach, which is size. He's six foot seven. He gets in the way. Uh, he plays the game hard. He's vocal. And that's just something that we felt would complement uh, Broberg. And, and uh, in their first game together, we, we thought they showed very well together. So right now, left shot options that you have on defense down there, Broberg, Nima Linen, uh called us. And hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the right side, you have Deherney, Kemp, Kesseling, and Berglund. So those are the seven. Am I to assume that you played? Yeah, those are the seven. And uh, obviously, with Sam Marukov uh, on the road to recovery, obviously he's going to be a left-shot defenseman at our disposal when he gets fully healthy. Um, so, yeah, I mean, uh, we're... We are um, 
excited about who we have on the back end. We understand that we're going to be younger, uh, but the skill sets of those seven different players um, are exciting, and and we think it, it'll, you know, there'll be some there'll be some growing opportunities for sure. But we know that uh, big picture, ceiling, you know, high ceiling for everyone. In my opinion, Jay, the best player that's been assigned to the minors so far from Edmonton uh, was Stuart Skinner. Like I, I, I thought he had a pretty good training camp. To me, he carried himself like a pro when I saw him. Sort of, and he was on every trip, right? Because he, you know, played all the road games or traveled at all the road games. Uh, played very well against Seattle when we had the game in Everett. Uh, played pretty well for two periods the other night against Vancouver. It's it, he's a pretty intriguing prospect. You're going to get him. Uh, I'm assuming. Did you split Konovalov and Rodriguez in that uh, exhibition game? Yes, yeah, we did. Conovalov uh, started, played half the game, and then Rodriguez came in and finished it up. And both of them had good moments. But just to your point on Stewart, I, uh, I've had the opportunity to coach him here for the last three years, and I would agree with you. He's an exciting prospect. He's an impressive person to be around. And what I think he is is it's a great example of how um, development takes time if you think of his journey it hasn't always been smooth in professional hockey he's had um, some learning opportunities along the way he spent some time in the east coast league in his first season he ended up um, making it back up to the american hockey league he was part of a team that won its division in the second round of the playoffs we played him in three hockey games um which you know was a credit to him and the work that he put in and then uh and then his second year he was asked to be uh take on a little bit more responsibility when another goaltender got injured and there were some learning opportunities there as well he actually spent a little bit of time in the east coast league during that year and then for him to come in and establish himself last year um, as a top or an elite goaltender at our level, I think it's a credit to him, the work that he puts in. I think it's a credit to a lot of the work that he, he put in with our goalie department, primarily Sylvain Rodrigue down here, but also in the summertime with Dustin Schwartz. And, you know, I always said that uh, his numbers were great, but he led the league in the most important category, which was team wins. And uh, I know that um, we wouldn't have had the success we did last year if, if he wasn't our number one goaltender. Jay Woodcroft joining us. Jay, uh, Ryan McLeod, 28 points, 28 games last year, plus 23. Tyler Benson, 36 points in 36 games. They're up in Edmonton right now. And there's been a couple of injuries up front. And maybe that's affected your depth a bit. Uh, are you concerned uh, about where you're going to get? I know you got Marodi back, and he led the American Hockey League last year in scoring. Um, Griffith's got some offensive ability. Did, did, did the thing with uh, – we mentioned the three guys on the ADLs, uh, the veteran guys. You've got Hamblin, another guy on an ADL. I'm thinking, did, did Tim Schaller end up uh, with Bakersfield? Yes, yeah, we signed Tim Schaller um, a little bit before training camp started. Another uh, veteran that has some NHL experience. He played last year in Wilkes-Barre. And, um, you know, for us, as a coaching staff, I think what you try and do at, at the start of a season is, is look at um, the assets that we do have and try and build a game plan around what our strengths might be. And for us in Bakersfield, we've been selling this – this this philosophy 
philosophy of playing the game the right way, um, playing it hard, and understanding what it takes to win, understanding that winning is a skill. And there's a certain way that we need to play in order to win hockey games. And, um, you know, there's been change and turnover on our roster, but with change comes opportunity. And as a coaching staff, we sit down and we look at our roster and we worry about the guys that we do have, not the ones that we don't have. And we're trying to maximize uh, the strength of our, our players on a daily basis. And uh, I can tell you there's a good mood and a good feel around our room right now. We're excited about uh, the possibility of the season. All right, one final one for you. And it's so the guy that got sent down early. Thought maybe he'd get another game, but that's Raphael Lavoie. He's an important prospect. He's a six foot four right shot. Uh, he can play both wings. Uh, was part of the Canadian World Junior team a couple years ago. Um, how's it going with him? Yeah, it's going well. I think uh, Raph has a lot of the raw materials of what it takes to be an NHL hockey player, and that's a that's a great sign because, like you said, he's big. He can shoot it. Um, he has offensive instincts that are hard to teach, but that we want to continue to accentuate. I think where Raph needs some work in his game are on the little details of professional consistency, um, things that you can only learn by being in the American Hockey League. The NHL is not a league to learn those things. So he's in a good spot. Um, you know, he has the confidence of our coaching staff. We understand that it's going to be a process with him. And just like our team is laying a foundation to build our playing personality for the year, Raph has spent the last week and a half trying to lay a personal foundation for his playing personality or his identity that's going to help get him to the next the next level and um, you know we're working with him every day we have a game plan for him and uh, we're going to stick with it and, and like I said he's an exciting prospect for the organization um, and he's going to diligently work at his craft so uh, we're excited about it Jay uh, let's drop the puck when do you get started who do you play this week we play uh, just like the Oilers open up with Vancouver. We open up with Vancouver's farm team, the Abbotsford Canucks, which is a new team in our division. Um, so we start out on Saturday, and we follow it up the next day with a game versus San Jose's farm club, the Barracuda. Uh, both games are at home, and uh, like I said, we're excited about um, starting the year off well. Jay, we look forward to touching base with you next week, okay? Thanks, Bob. Have a great day. You bet. That is Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors. Bob Stoffer with you on Oilers Now along with Cody Jansen. Jay Woodcroft was the Oilers Now headliner for Wilhock Beef Jerky. Just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. Royal Pizza, pizza past and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. For a menu and a list of their 14 Edmonton and area locations, go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. Stoffer Recommendation, Royal Pizza, the Mediterranean Chicken. We go into the Owners Now Prospect Report brought to you Tuesday and Thursday by our friends at Scott Arthur Millwork. Custom cabinetry, luxury closets, exceptional millwork. 
Visit scottarthurmillwork.com today. Back of the 630 Jet Studios, Cody Jansen. Well, I got three prospects for you. Carter Savoy had a goal and three assists over the weekend as Denver swept ASU in their weekend series. Xavier Borgo had two goals and two assists as Shawinigan picked up a win and loss over the holiday weekend. And Oshawa captain Ty Tulio had four assists this weekend, but the Generals went 0-3 to start their season. Yeah, he's uh, pretty good on the power play, to say the least. All right, this day in Oilers history. Uh, for New West Travel, J- Jason and Dennis Laliberti in the travel industry, obviously affected by COVID. Uh, but uh, when uh, we we're able to get people back up and forth across the border a lot easier, uh, we will have some more orders road trips through New West Travel. And uh, here's Cody once again. Let's go back to 1980. Hall of Famer Glenn Anderson scored his first NHL goal against the Colorado Rockies. Unfortunately, it was in a 3-2 Oilers loss. Coming up tonight on Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins, he'll have Zach Hyman, a one-on-one sit-down interview with him. That should be uh, highly uh, entertaining. And he will also uh, have uh, both myself and Cam Moon. So he uh, will have a little bit of hockey talk again. Zach Hyman coming up tomorrow. We'll actually play a couple of those clips tomorrow on Oilers Now. Speaking of tomorrow, jam-packed edition. Uh, the show is still fluid. We are working on uh, one more prominent guest. Uh, I'd like to again thank Oilers General Manager Ken Holland, Jay Woodcroft joining us today, as, as well as Sportsnet's Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta, the 7,000 men and women employed in the horse racing industry. Live racing's on the weekends out at Century Mile. A uh, reminder, you can watch in wager online at hbibet.com all right tomorrow i guess we'll include uh it's a wednesday brian lawton from the nhl network john shannon our uh orders now uh in nhl insider and david staples from the cult of hockey again we are also working on uh, another guest so stay tuned on that front up next the global news weather traffic update with eileen bell followed by rob breakenridge from two to three and then it is from mondays through fridays from three to six here on 6 30 chad in edmonton 6 30 chad afternoons with Jalen nye i'll be joining reed tonight talk to you then so long everybody oilers now with bob stoffer weekdays at noon on oilers radio 6 30 chad